cannot gamble. When it comes to gambling, we know that there is a, a concept which is brought in, in a few different Gemaras, including Gemara Hashanah, which talks about the Misachik Bekubia, a person who, it's a form of gambling, a person who plays with cubes, with dice. He's not allowed to be a, uh, to be allowed a witness. He's disqualified from being a witness. And there is an argument among Poskim, why is he disqualified? And is it forbidden intrinsically or not? So there's a difference of opinion whether or not um, to gamble is forbidden from a concept of a smachta. A smachta means it's a, it's a legal term that, you know, whenever two people bet on something and one of them has to win, if one person would know that you will lose, you wouldn't go into that particular bet on this particular type of a gambling situation. So the fact that a person loses a certain amount of money, he's, he's not, he, he doesn't do it with a, with a, with a proper, um, it, 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 it's almost like it's, it's gained illegally. It's called a smachta. It's not that the money is not gained in a proper way. And according to that opinion, even gambling for a small amount of money is forbidden. However, there is another opinion that the main reason why gambling is, is forbidden because of Yeshua Shal Elam. The people who become gamblers, it affects the livelihood, it affects the life. We know that, that uh, gambling addiction uh, ruins people. People think they're going to win. They never win in the end. Even people who win, they're going to lose the money that they want because as soon as they win, they think that they're going to... Uh, continue with the luck, and luck will continue for a certain amount of time, but at the end of the day, they're going to lose. Very few people are able just to say, okay, I won, and I'm going to go home with that. So the fact is that gambling could lead to catastrophic results. And this particular argument, which is in the Gemara, it's in the Talmud, continues through the Rishonim, the earlier commentators, the two lines of thought, until even the Shulchan And ultimately, it comes out between Ashkenazim and Sephardim. According to Sephardim, the, the more strict about it because over there it's 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 um, the more prevalent opinion is that it's forbidden because of a smachta because of that of that particular legality that even when you win fifty dollars even that amount of uh, money that you won it's not gained in the proper way the other opinion more ashkenazi opinion says that um that um the main reason why it's forbidden is because of yeshua shalaylam so on a practical level, the difference between the two would be that, that according to one opinion, even to gamble for small amounts of money, it's forbidden. And the other one says, listen, a person is, for example, you know, traveling and he's, you know, once a year he wants to go and put a certain amount of money and doesn't affect his livelihood, doesn't affect anything else, that wouldn't be forbidden. And that's a more opinion, more prevalent among Ashkenazi Jews, because we know that there's different uh, poskim that, you know, one more, uh, the Sephardic poskim are more accepted about the Sephardim, and Ashkenazim except Ashkenazim. Having said that, it doesn't mean that, that, that Yiddishkeit uh, encourages gambling because ultimately it's not the best place for a respected person to, to, to spend his time and so on and so forth. And when we know that, that even though a person may go with the best of intentions and things are going to go only for just for some entertainment, at the end of the day, it could be get into, a, into the whole um, excitement of it and can just become very, very consumed by it and continue to gamble until it does affect his life. So therefore, that there is the law and the spirit of the law. The law itself says that, you know, somebody, in, especially Bashkenazim, could get away technically, if only for a small amount of money. It wouldn't disqualify you as a witness 
uh, if you would do that because it's not doesn't affect Yeshuva Shalaylam. And that's actually what even in the Rambam, Mrs. Faraday Paisak, he says that those are disqualified for being witnesses are those uh, whose Yeshuva Shalaylam that they it becomes the occupation. They become like professional gamblers and become like uh, uh, that's that's the main way that they spend their days and, and nights. Um, but uh, so on, on that level of the letter of the law, we can differentiate between um, very, very low-key and occasional small amount gambling and people who become very much into it. But on the spirit of the law, definitely it's not something the Yiddishkeit does encourage because of what it could lead to. Entering lottery is different. Entering lottery is, is specifically that there's a reason why it's permitted. And, um, and competitions, for instance, when you have a group of people into a competition and they know only one person. So, again, it's not for, for the scope of this one, but it's interesting, Shaila. And the, the, the Shaila should be asked. The Rebbe didn't discourage people buying lottery tickets, but he told people to buy only one ticket. Because people sometimes buy, they think the more tickets they're going to buy, the more chances they're going to they're gonna have to win. The Rebbe said, no, if, 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 if you're meant to win, one will do it. If you're not meant to win, a hundred will do it. So, just, uh, uh, you know. What about gambling just for fun, without money, without money involved? Oh, without money involved. Like a poker game, just with friends. It's, it's, it's not for gambling. Well, again, the stock market is, is, is a little bit different. It could become gambling for some people, because some people, but, but, but if somebody does it, you know, some businesses have risks in it. We know that, that for some people, they're ever discouraged. Uh, stock uh, uh, market uh, investment, you know, and uh, playing with stocks, and some people they never discourage. So I think it depends. Uh, probably he knew the number one, he knew the muzzle and the outcome, and number two, he also knew the temperament because sometimes it can really affect a person's nerves. A person has to have a certain type of disposition in order to handle. It's, it's, it's not for faint-hearted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but listen, every investment has certain risks and, and, and Yiddish guy doesn't... Uh, the Chazal tell us, the Gemara tells us, the person has to be able to proportion his uh, investments. So, for example, a third into real estate, a third into some kind of business investment, a third into, you know, and to be able to have as a, you know, uh, as, a, as, you know, money that he has as a, as a backup to put into his... But um, there's no question that there's no law against investing money. So we're not saying that every single risk that a person makes, there's no something which, which is, that doesn't have any risk whatsoever. Everything is a certain amount of risk. But a person has to look at it, obviously, in a very responsible way, and has to be able to think about it and try to do it in a, in a minimal risk and, and not to put all these eggs in, in one basket.